1: World, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The
0: potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the gripping imprint of boot on the pages of history.
1: I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings radio broadcast right here on The Fringe FM. The Thefringe.fm is the network website. Our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. And if you'd like to contact us, rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. Tonight is a new kind of show. Something I've never really done before. Tonight is a listener request show. We stopped taking phone calls a couple of years ago for a number of reasons, but I try to engage listeners as best as I can. I know I'm not always in the chat room. I'm always reachable through the email or social media, and I've got probably about 35 or so comments Little less than that in terms of uh, subjects that listeners have requested. And we'll get to as many of those as possible this evening. We'll also be joined by our co host and a good friend, Mike D., who has been with us. We've been on air over 10 years. He's been with us a solid eight. So Mike has been with us almost since the beginning. And we have another co host, too, named Jack. Jack and Mike, both of them, Jack's been with us for about four years. I should have done this a long time ago, but for some reason I just thought today, you know what, there should be a co-host bio section on the website. So if you go to the website, you click the About page, you'll see a co-host bio section under My Biography, and you'll see Jack from the Messenger of Information website, and you'll see Mike D., just a little tiny paragraph or two about them, who they are, Because a lot of times people ask me, who are these guests that you have on all the time? Who is Jack and who is Mike? Now they're just good friends, and they've been with the show a long time. And they're also very good researchers and presenters. They do different kinds of things, and I've been lucky to have both of these guys with us since the beginning. uh, Or at least Mike since the beginning, Jack since we really became a more professionally produced show. Mike D. actually helped us to get our first guest Way, 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 way back in the day, we interviewed a Shirley Andrews, who wrote a number of books on Atlantis and Lumeria, and as a matter of fact, uh, around that same time, I think, it was the first time we ever interviewed Richard Gage from Architects and Engineers for 9-11 Truth, and that interview was, I, I believe that was the interview that the station shut us down either immediately after that or the day... It might have been the day of. Uh, Mike D. would probably remember it as well as I do. He might—he—he he was stuck outside of the studio. He was locked out. He wasn't able to get in while uh, we were being reprimanded in studio for things we, we didn't do. <laughs> I've told that story before. I mean, we've been kicked off so many stations and uh, so many networks. It, it's not like I want to wear that feather in my cap, and it's not really... Something that I want to, I'm not bragging about it because it's really frustrating, but it's also led us to bigger and better things. I mean, I would not be with you here on the Fringe FM if I had not been removed from college radio, if I had not been removed from Dark Matter Radio, if I had not been removed from LNM Radio. And the funny thing is, by the way, those three networks that we were removed from, I was a fourth CB, we were on CBS for a little bit too. But those three networks in particular that we were removed from, WPRK, 91.5 FM, the LNM network, and the Dark Matter Radio Network, the digital radio network from uh, Art Bell, Keith Rowland, those three networks, two of them, WPRK, they offered to have us back on air after the guy who let go of us left because of, uh, well, he had a lot of personal problems that they had to deal with at the school. He was... This guy was like trying to take over other departments, and he was just a control freak, so the school got rid of him. And they offered for us to come back. By then, I had already moved on to Dark Matter, though. And then the LNM Radio Network, I've never actually said this, and I don't know why it just came to mind right now. And I was hoping to get the individual on the show, because I don't hate him. I just would like to have a discussion with him, Michael Vera. I, I think who's mentioned me on his show since uh, all that stuff went down with uh, the Neelys, the book publishers known as the Neelys, and uh, well Heather Wade, the Art Bell replacement, whatever the hell Heather Wade was or is, that basket case, uh, and all the stuff with uh, you know Bell Gab, and Alan uh, M actually apologized to me to the Secret Teachings for for what happened and acknowledged that well, they had been lied to by their organizers about me and about the show. So anyway, I don't know why I'm telling you that, but it just came to mind, and I guess a partial biography is maybe in store for tonight because I've had some listeners, funny enough, request that. They've asked me to talk a little bit about myself. I don't like doing that, though. Although I guess to be fair, I, I mean, I talk about myself in the context of the show, but I don't know, I had a lot of people ask me for... uh Little bit of an autobiography or something like that. And Mike D knows a lot about the history of the show. Maybe we'll get into that tonight. Before we do that, though, this first segment and maybe a little bit of change, but probably just this first segment here. And then we'll have Mike D calling into the show. We'll connect with him. We're going to go down a list of listener requests for different subjects. And uh, we might talk about a subject for five minutes. We might talk about a subject for 30 seconds. We might just skip right over it. We might end up talking for the entire segment with Mike. We'll have him for two segments, about an hour or so uh, for the entire segment. You know how we just kind of get going on things, but there are a few different topics I'd like to talk about. Some interesting things that came to the, uh, to the social media uh, platform. People were asking about the Titanic conspiracy. That's a very interesting one. People were asking about the autobiography of, of, of myself and the show. Kind of gave you a little bit of a background there. But, I mean, there's some very interesting comments in here. Some stuff we could talk about. Oak Oak Island is another listener request. I've also got an article pulled up I think would be good for um, one of these requests as well about food ingredients. Uh, And then a couple of these I'll save. I don't even want to mention them until Mike comes on because it's, it's just good, clean comedy. It's good, clean fun. Before Mike comes on, though, I want to spend a few minutes talking with you about this pattern, this trend. I don't know if you guys saw this, but remember a couple of weeks ago when it was reported that COVID-19 spreads through sperm? And they said, hey, you can't have sex because if you have sex, it it could spread the virus. Oh, no. And then the New York Times published this anti-human That's really what it was. It was a piece of propaganda. It was anti-human in nature telling men to take estrogen. Look it up. Men should take estrogen to prevent COVID-19. So it's in your sperm. Don't have sex. Don't even masturbate because the COVID-19 could come out of your penis. And uh, estrogen, you should take it if you're a man. And if you don't know what estrogen is, men should not be taking estrogen. Pretty simple. But they're saying men should take estrogen. And then the United Kingdom, there apparently, I read this last night, there apparently are laws now governing who you can gather with. The government wants to determine who you can get together with. And furthermore, if you don't live with somebody who you're intimate with, that's now illegal, I guess in parts of the UK. And so to compound that even more, I came across a story From The Independent and a few other news sites, but it's from Harvard University. (laughs) It's just unbelievable. Harvard University. The study was published back at the beginning of May, but I guess it's just now being reported on. It's a Harvard study that states the safest way, get this, the safest way to have sex in a lockdown is to abstain entirely. Big surprise. But that's not the funny part. The funny part is the headline of the study here, it was published in the journal Annals of Internal Medicine, and the, the the headline really speaks for itself. Couples should have sex wearing a mask to reduce risk of transmitting coronavirus, study suggests. I really don't have to read you any of the article except for the fact that they do mention in a sentence the UK guidelines. It says, guidance in place in the rest of the UK also prevents people from having sex with anyone outside of their household. I tried to look in a dictionary to find words to express the way that I feel about this, but I just, maybe I have one of the new 1984 dictionaries. I can't find words to describe it. It's just like, there's no punchline they're, they're just telling people it spreads in sperm, don't have sex. If you do have sex, wear a mask. Oh, actually, now it's illegal to have sex in some places if you're on, under lockdown. And oh, by the way, if you're a man in general, just take estrogen. And if you're a woman, take testosterone. Now, no, no one has said that yet, but I'm sure that's, you know, maybe you should take testosterone as a woman and it'll combat the virus. You probably find that somewhere. And then this is great. I mean, I was, <laughs> I I was, I didn't, I didn't, let me be honest with you. I didn't read this whole article. I just saw the headline and I didn't really want to talk about it too much, but because I've one listener request in this first segment here, but I, <laughs> I just skimmed over this and I was totally joking when I, when I mentioned, uh, well, I'm going to read it to you. It says, it says from Harvard university, uh, they're saying masturbation they, I guess they studied masturbation and said it's low risk. It's low... Listen to this. Despite it being against guidelines to socialize with different households in many U.S. states, the Harvard scientists have ranked different sexual scenarios on the basis of how likely it is that you would catch coronavirus while doing them. Listen to this crap. At the top end, so I guess the, the, the most likely and therefore identified as, oh, I guess the top end, the, the, the lowest risk is abstinence. So if you just don't have sex. You won't get the virus. Low risk for infection, though not feasible for many, the researchers say. Next is masturbation, which the study states is low risk. And then in third place is sexual activity on digital platforms. Now help me out here. I feel that if you're not having sex, if the argument is having sex spreads the virus, if you're not having sex, if you're totally abstinent, that that would be pretty much guaranteed, if you're worried about getting it through intercourse or some kind of sexual activity, that would guarantee you wouldn't get it, right? And believe me, I don't buy into this this coronavirus story. But if you're having, like, digital sex... How is there any chance that you're going to get the virus? What is, is the girl or the guy, you know, are they sending it by email and you open up the email? You've got COVID, you know, like AOL, you've got COVID. Is that what they're doing? I mean, how how do these people get funding to produce studies like this? You know, we we conducted a study here at Harvard and we found that if you're using the Internet to look at pornography and talk to people of the opposite sex and have digital online sex, it's a pretty low risk that you'll get the virus. But don't be so sure of the safety of this. You you should just abstain from any sexual activity. These people are just absolutely non-human entities, aren't they? Anti-human. This has nothing to do with protection. It's just complete and absolute control. Kind of like this Atlantic article, First Amendment rights. If you agree with the president... They're saying that only you only have First Amendment rights if you agree with the president. Funny because a lot of people are just demonstrating and nobody's doing anything to them. But the article from The Atlantic says the First Amendment is no good if it is used to protect one side of the political spectrum but disregarded for the other. That is very true when you apply that to social media censorship. Protests in response to the killing of George Floyd have been met with aggressive police tactics, including spraying tear gas and rubber bullets and sweeping up journalists, elected officials, and hundreds of protesters in major cities such as Houston, New York, and Chicago, and mass arrests. Oh, really, mass arrests? Are they really arresting thousands of uh, journalists and officials and protesters? I think I read, like, maybe 1,500 protesters were arrested, and most of them were professionals out of state. According to the mayor of St. Paul, the Rochester, New York police chief, and the sheriff of Rochester, New York, it says the uh, totality of the law enforcement response to these protests stands in stark contrast to what officers did during anti-lockdown demonstrations in which conservative protesters armed with guns stormed state capitals and walked on public roadways. Nothing. Police didn't do anything. You see how backwards this article is? By the way, I'm not a conservative. I would put neocon conservatives into a, a slightly less radical category as leftist liberal Marxists. But to say that the First Amendment's no good if it only protects one side of the political spectrum and the people that wrote this are of the side of the political spectrum that's allowed to proliferate on social media platforms while conservative media is 100—and I'm not a conservative, it's just it's basic common sense. We've seen acknowledgment from social media companies just like Obama directing the IRS to go after conservatives— but you know conservative media is is censored and but but then they go in the article and they're like well all these these protesters they're they've been sprayed by tear gas and rubber bullets and it's just horrible they're being arrested and but but all these armed men came out during the lockdown protests and police did nothing well a lot of the police aren't doing anything in either case because people what whether they're standing you know at a Capitol building with a gun and saying we want to end the lockdown or they're chanting I can't breathe and you know they're peaceful cops aren't doing anything and didn't do anything to either group the only time the cops have used rubber bullets and tear gas are when the protesters turned violent because of agent provocateurs like the umbrella man and then the police I would say they didn't turn violent. They just pushed back with rubber bullets and tear gas. You know, I mean, we're to a point now where it's like if people are looting and the police simply said, hey, could you please stop that? And they're like, man, F you, pig. be like police used aggressive tactics today by calmly and quietly suggesting to looters that they probably shouldn't take property that's not theirs. This is what you get with a dictator as president. It's so funny because rubber bullets and tear gas to stop violent looting and beating people up and fires. I mean, to be honest with you, what I would do. And we'll move on to this first listener request here in a second. What I would do is I would just say, look, um, 24 hour period, just like the purge. You know, we're going to sound an alarm. You stay in your house. All right. If anybody comes out of their house, just for 24 hours, we've got the military on the scene, and then we're going to pull this power back immediately after this 24-hour period. So there's no, nobody's going to retain this power. But we're sending the military in. Stay in your house. We'll give you a fair warning. Make sure you got stuff that you need. 24 hours, you stay in your house. If anybody is caught on the street vandalizing property, fires, smashing, breaking windows, they are immediately shot. No questions asked. If someone's walking down the street taking their dog for a walk, we're not going to shoot them, but we're going to ask them to go back to their house. And I can guarantee you that that would stop the rioting right there. The only reason these people continue to do it is because there's no consequences for their actions. But like I said, tonight is a listener request show, and some people have been asking me, what is your take on all of this? And I talked about it Monday, but more information keeps coming out. Like uh, all that Michael... uh, Baden, you know, the guy that did the JFK autopsy, the Michael Brown autopsy, the Jeffrey Epstein autopsy. He did the George Floyd autopsy, and he said it was homicide by asphyxiation, which challenged the findings of Hennepin County medical examiners who reported that the underlying medical issues were a heart attack because Floyd was on, I believe I read fentanyl, the Chinese fentanyl, that poison. Not to say that the cop... Oh, you're saying the cop should have killed him. No, idiot. I'm not saying the cop should have killed him or that it's justified. Morons that think that. Besides, more white people are killed by police than blacks for committing less violent crimes. Official statistics. Look them up. But who cares about facts? Anyway, we got Mike D coming up in a second after we take our first break. Last night, we talked about black goo funerary rites. Really fascinating story from the Brit- uh, British Museum. It's like a blog post. A research assistant at the British Museum wrote this article about coffins and sarcophagi in Egypt. You know, beautifully designed jewels and gold and carvings and painting and all of this intricate design, but then it was covered in black goo, which was made out of oil and resin and a number of other items that were found in and around Egypt at that time. So, we did a show called Black Goo Funerary Rites where we talked about the nature of black goo. What is black goo and its relationship to Egyptian rites of mummification? You know, we find black goo in movies, TV shows, music videos, comics, advertisements, representing everything from alien weapons to pollution. And then, you know, the story of the umbrella man in Minneapolis fulfills the archetype of a shadowy world ripe with monsters and demons, the upside-down world, the shadow people, black-eyed children, men in black, smiling man, slender man, the slim shady. And it's interesting that the Egyptians used a black goo to encase the bodies and to encase the coffins in funerary rites, the reasoning for which is is unknown. Nobody really knows why. They have some ideas. But um, it may be related to the preservation of the body, of course, but specifically to the preservation of the body in the shadow world, the land of the black god Osiris, you know, in preparation for the rebirth. Uh, Regardless, though, black goo makes yet another appearance in both a mystical and magical manner, while being ever-present in popular culture and world events. And so this isn't really a listener request per se, but one of our listeners, I hope I get your name right, Matthew Charland, Matthew Charland, said underneath of our promotion for last night's show, most recent Billie Eilish video. She just sinks in the stuff, then arises. So I looked up the new Billie Eilish video, and I I found it right as Matthew had sent this link to me. And I'll play you just a second of it here. It's not really a music video. It's called a short film, Not My Responsibility. This thing has like 18 million views on YouTube, and here's the video it starts out it's all about Billy Eilish you know Billy Eilish the pop star Billy Eilish Billy Bell Ball Ball on high the Enuma Elish means on high Billy on high Bill Bell Ball Ball the first king of hell on high that's what the name actually means We've done a number of shows on Billy Eilish And here's the uh And here's the um The video, the short film, it's all about her revealing her body to the rest of the world because people make fun of what she wears and her hair and her nails and her baggy clothes. This music, I already feel like I'm going to have an aneurysm from this. So you see Billie Eilish. This link is on the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. Under last night's show promo, she's in all black, long black fingernails. Do you know me? She unzips her black jacket. She's gonna show you her body. It's not pornographic. It's Do just you know me? weird. You have opinions about my opinions. You hear how the voice is distorted again. You know, couldn't, couldn't she do this like body reveal in like an oceanized video where everything's lit up? I mean she used to look like a an attractive young, beautiful girl now she looks like some pawn of the music industry All right so she's she's taking the clothes off and then it skips ahead and as one of our listeners, Matthew Charlin, pointed this out to me, I didn't see this video until he sent me the link to it, but as she takes her clothes off. I'm a slut. slut, And she has a black, black bra on. And she slips into a pool of black goo, and has herself immersed in it. You couldn't make this stuff up.
2: Assumptions about people based on. The, this is
1: identical to the Lady Gaga perfume video where Lady Gaga sinks into the bathtub of black goo. If I wear more, if I wear less. So Billie Eilish, she's in the black goo what that makes me. at the very end of the video, totally underneath of it. Bubbles come up if in the I, goo. Based only on
2: your
1: it's or supposed to be an empowering video. And then she rises out of, the oil, out of the oil, out of the oil, out of the black goo. Literally, she rises out of it like she's been baptized by holy water, but she's been baptized in black goo. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. What all of that means, we discussed on last night's show. You can also read about it in my book, The Technological Elixir, available in soft cover and digital form on the website. I've also rewritten and added to my food philosophy book, It's also in digital form and physical copy. I can autograph both. It's free shipping in the U.S. It supports The Secret Teachings. It supports The Fringe FM. And there's a lot of great information in these books. It supports you as well. Check it out at www.thesecretteachings.info. A listener request show continues tonight after break. We'll come back with Mike D., one of our longtime co-hosts, to talk about some of the listener requests tonight. And don't forget, send us an email at rdgable at yahoo.com, rdgable at yahoo.com. And maybe we'll get to your questions and comments on the next show. Stay with us. There's a lot more after this. Don't go anywhere.
2: This is The Secret Teachings. To contact the show... To share information and your opinion or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page at facebook.com slash teachings or our website, thesecretteachings.info.
1: If you're looking for something to do while you're quarantined or locked down at home, check out www.thesecretteachings.info for our entire show archive. There you'll find every single broadcast after it airs and you can download and stream every single one of those shows with great guests and timeless subjects. Right now, it's only $35 for a one-year subscription to the Archive and a free copy of one of my books with free shipping in the United States. It supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and it supports you. You can also check out my three books independently, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir. Read reviews and see the books at www.thesecretteachings.info Whether you subscribe, purchase a book, or you simply listen to the show five nights a week, it's a great way to stay informed and to be entertained. Again, that's www.thesecretteachings.info thesecretteachings.info or find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings and shoot us an email at rdgable.com at yahoo.com Alex X. Hi, I'm Alex Exon, and you're listening to KTLK The Fringe FM.
0: If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles, and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in soft cover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports the Secret Teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. Is out there. There's something out here. And so are we. KTOK Digital Broadcasting, The Friends, FM. But no, I really appreciate being on your show and you ask great questions and have a dialogue and not every show does that. This is Linda Godfrey, author of Monsters Among Us. My website is lindagodfrey.com and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
3: I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
1: I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings radio broadcast right here on The Fringe FM five nights a week. The Fringe.fm is the network website, our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. Tonight is a listener request show. We've been taking listener requests for some time, and tonight they've accumulated into what I thought would be a A fun time, so I've invited my good friend and our longest-running co-host, Mike D., onto the program tonight. You can also read our co-host's bios on the website under the About page. You'll see my bio if you're interested. You'll also see Mike D.'s bio and our good friend Jack, who's been with us for about four years. His bio is linked up there as well. Tonight we started with a listener request and a few news stories, ...to expand on last night and Monday, and it also kind of addressed some of the topical questions, topical subjects that people had questions about what I personally thought and uh, what we felt on The Secret Teachings was going on. We discussed a lot of that Monday, though. Tonight, the subject matter could go anywhere. I'm going to go through some of these requests. I've only looked at a few of them right before the show tonight. I've seen them all prior... But I wanted to go through and just kind of pick these out and do a uh do kind of a rapid fire going through some of these questions and uh, giving some shout outs to some of you who have listened to the show and who have ideas and things that you want to hear, things that you'd like to talk about. We started with uh one of our listeners, Matthew Charland, who pointed out the new Billie Eilish video, which is like a short film called Not My Responsibility, and it fit in with last night's show called Black Goo Funery Rites about Egyptian practices of using black goo to embalm bodies, preserve bodies, and coffins. And in this new Billie Eilish video, she sinks into the black goo and then is reborn out of it like she's been baptized. It's a really creepy video. You can see it linked up on the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings, and my Facebook page, Ryan Gable on Facebook. Just type it in Ryan Gable or find it from the secret teachings page. So Mike D is with us, lots of listener requests. Mike, let me ask you how you're doing and if you've been affected by the peaceful protests.
3: No, not at all. Not. No protests here. No protests Sorry. there.
1: No protests. Yes, no
3: protests here.
1: Nothing going Driving easy.
3: Driving around walking my dog at night. We're all good here.
1: Did you guys come across any bricks?
3: No bricks here. No, no. bricks.
1: Mm-mm. You're in a peaceful no bricks here. You're in a peaceful part of town then. Because they, they, sure. they smashed sure. windows like a block from me. They smashed the windows. They stole a bunch of stuff. I mean, personally, I, I felt like when they busted the windows to the Renaissance Center and stole the love seat, that really made me feel like the community was more equal.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, well, we are well armed here, and there's no messing around. That's why those libtard states uh, that suppress gun rights You get to watch from your apartment building as your your town is ransacked and your car windows are smashed and you can't defend yourself or your property. Uh, But, you know, you're in the state. uh, You chose, you voted for those people that you put in power and that's what you get. That's my feeling on it.
1: Well, I don't vote at all. So does that make, uh, does that still make me complicit?
3: I think so, yes.
1: Yeah, you know, I just got a (laughs) message. I got a message a little bit ago from one of those Joe Biden campaign things. Have you got one of those yet?
3: No. Yeah, this was nothing from, nothing from Sleepy Joe.
1: Well, he's got some. Pe- he's not. A, he's not fully asleep. He's got some people running this Facebook page. It said like, "We need a million signatures for Joe Biden's campaign. Please help us." And then they sent me a message that said, "Thanks for engaging with Joe's post. Can you answer a few questions?" I said, "Biden is a child, woman groping scumbag, who extorted Ukraine on video and doesn't even know what state he's in." That and he has dementia overall, and they said thanks for your support. <laughs> support yeah,
3: exactly. It's all robot.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's all a robot. AI.
3: Yeah.
1: This other thanks guy for your
3: support, Tom.
1: This other guy posted. Uh, he said, "Ryan Gable." So I guess you're voting for the pussy grabber put in by Putin. And I said, well, first off, I don't vote for anybody. Second off, I'd vote for a rich man who has pussy thrown at him before I'd vote for a borderline pedophile who touches little kids.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, you can tell that guy that I'm voting for him because, uh, again, it's the lesser of two evils, and I'll take the lesser evil. Uh, Trump has done some good stuff, uh, and but uh, has not come through on some of the other stuff that I'd like to see. But uh, I'll give him another four years to see if he... Uh, does some of the stuff that he promised. I, I'd like to see the banking institutions change. I really doubt that would happen, but I'd like to see some major... I'd like to see troops pulled out of Afghanistan completely um, and some and some other things, but we'll see. Yeah, that stuff you know, should have been... I don't have a problem voting for him.
1: That stuff should have been done at the beginning, as far as I'm concerned.
3: True, but uh, there's only so much you can do yeah. when you're under attack left and right. You well, know,
1: Maybe this he'll give
3: been attacked since day one Maybe. but that's no excuse but i'm just saying you know i'd like to see some of these things done he signed a bunch of executive orders when he first got into office uh the strange thing too is a lot of these ceos from all these companies have resigned the most ever uh in the four years he's been president three and a half years or whatever um uh, so like i said he's done some good things but again you can't put all your eggs in one basket so uh you know, just cute. that's kind of falling in line with the Q stuff. Like
1: you can put all you know, you,
3: you, can, you can't you can't rely on the government to protect you, basically.
1: But but you can put all your bricks on one pallet downtown,
3: <laughs> which is so strange. Because I, I, give me a break, that's what not coordinated. That's not a coordinated effort.
1: G- give you a break or a brick?
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> they need they. Oh, what is that? That's a fa- I got a Facebook notification a here. What is that? A Facebook notification? Is that Joe Biden again? Let me look. No, it's uh, no, it's a listener. I thought that that Joe Biden so was getting back one, uh, at me.
3: They had this one black lady drive by. Uh, this black lady was out in the streets protesting peacefully, and this car drove up with a bunch of white Antifa members and handed her a brick, and she took the brick and knocked it out of a guy's hand. Said, "I'm not throwing <laughs> this brick. I'm protesting peacefully." Uh, and there's been other instances where um, you've got Antifa people spray painting Black Lives Matter uh, on a Starbucks, and this black lady came out and she like knocked the spray paint can out of these two Antifa, and she's like, "What are you doing? They're just gonna blame it on us. Like I, I'm like we're doing this, and you're doing this." Yeah, you know. Now, granted, there's been mobs of uh, black people looting, but to me, those are not your average black citizens. Those are more thug teenagers, hoodlums trying to get free clothes, free watches, and all that kind of
1: stuff. That's that's the Mao Brigade. And by the way, I have n- I've been in the last two days, uh, I mean, I could claim with the same veracity that others do that I've been the victim of hate crimes the last two days here in Rochester, New York. I had a black guy scream profanities at me on the street because I'm white, and I had a woman, I couldn't tell if she's in my apartment building or if she's next door, but she was screaming out about racist white people, and if white people don't support Black Lives Matter, they're racist, and then I just feel really uncomfortable because I get up every day, I go to work, I do the show, and I don't ever look at somebody else and think, "I don't like you because you're black or I'm, I'm prejudiced right. against them." Um, you know every anybody right. I, anybody I've worked with who's black always makes more than me, and they've been there less time. If anything, I'm discriminated against.
3: Yeah, I mean people don't – they're all up in arms. Yes, what the police did was was awful, even if uh, if they were police. It's very strange of what happened to him. And also um, the whole instance where he came in that store was run by some uh, Indian immigrant guy with a man and a woman who then tried to pass off a $20 forged, uh, $20 bill. And then uh, the employee got uh, suspicious of it. And they walked out, but 10 minutes later, Floyd came back in with the same 20, tried to use it again. And uh, they just said, sorry, can't use it. And he walked out. But that first time, the employee of this Pakistani, whatever store, called the uh, police. So, uh, you know, you're calling the police over a $20, $20 forged bill. I mean, and, and, you know, get the heck out of there. Who is this person that called the police? And who is that man and woman that came into the store with him that just disappeared?
1: Yeah, and who 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 is George Floyd, too? And this guy was in porn movies. He knew the police officer. And, by the way, the original medical examination found that he had fentanyl in his body and likely died right. of a heart attack, which could be caused, obviously, by a constriction of the airwaves. But he definitely had drugs in his body. There's a video of him dumping drugs. While he's sitting against the wall with handcuffs on, I mean, it's like it's not like this man, you know, he was like walking down the street with a nice suit on with glasses and some cop said, hey, boy, come over here. And he beat the shit out of him. You know, the guy was he, using fake money on drugs. I mean, this guy had a horrible background. That doesn't mean that you should kill him. But how many how many white people are killed by police? A far greater number than black people. Nobody ever protests that. I'm just tired of this crap that I'm racist because I'm white. But that's you know what, Mike, we could talk about that all night. This is a listener request show. Some people might want to hear that. But we got a lot of other stuff to get to if that's okay with you.
3: Yeah. The only thing I would point out is uh, remember that guy O.J., he killed two white people. And got away with it scot-free.
1: That's 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 um, very true. Yes. <laughs>
3: and uh, so, when you're talking about things like that, look past race, and it's always uh, it comes to money. Like everything in our society, it's all about money and power. Those are the two, and we can move on.
1: Well, yeah, and, and I'm not trying to steer the conversation. To, to I, I'd like to talk about this, but there's so much more to discuss tonight, and a lot of oh, yeah, a lot of sure. listeners have different kinds of questions. Although, on that note, there was a, a great episode of Sunny in Philadelphia where the hurricane hit Philadelphia. you ever seen that one where they have the the rioting and the looting?
3: I don't remember. I think that was like, wasn't that like an early season, season two or something? I think, uh, is that when they went into the, the store to get supplies?
1: Yeah, yeah, was yeah. That's the one? Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was great because the there's a... Uh...
3: the news reporter there that... He, they...
1: <laughs> yeah, with the big boobs. Yeah. <laughs> There, there's a there's yeah. a great clip from this I wanted to play because it exemplifies what's going on now. Let me let me play it real quick because it's about like rioting and how black people are still st- stealing stereos and white people are stealing food.
0: Check this out. What do you think those people
1: are doing? Surviving or looting? There's a white people stealing food.
0: They're surviving. Uh,
1: okay. Do you remember a man named Rodney King? Yes, of course. Okay. I the LAPD worked him over really good. Yes. Okay. This was taken during the Rodney King riots.
0: What do you think these people are doing?
1: It's a bunch of black guys still stereos.
0: Well, they're looting. Ah, Of course. Well, it's the media. See, when it's white people, it's survival. And when it's black people, it's looting.
2: No, Frank, it's because the white people are stealing bread and the black people are stealing speakers.
1: (laughs) That was a great show. There you go. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. They they smashed a an, an auto zone here or some kind of auto stir on the street down the road and stole a bunch of parts as well here in uh, All right, I Mount, mean, I, I, Avenue.
3: I mean here's, here's here's the here's the issue. It's about morals in the family unit which we know uh doesn't exist in the black community with a with a, you know, father figure. Hopefully that changes in the future, but you know, both of us, we've been uh, we've been down and we've been poor. But you know, walking through the mall, you know, just looking at things, like, oh, I wish I could buy that. You know, and even if that store, let's say, was in the crisis it was, I myself, even being a teenager in my early twenties, would not think about going in there and, and taking stuff. So I think there's a degradation of morals, values, ethics, um, and brainwashing on TV movies like The Purge. But yeah, again, which is like this a race is a war. This
1: is a, if you've seen yeah, exactly, you've seen the original exactly. movie, it's just it's a race war between blacks and whites.
3: Exactly. So they're pumping this stuff out. But kind of like you said, I mean this is a we could we could do a whole show on this. We could do multiple shows on this.
1: Well let's let's get to some of these listener requests and we don't have to talk about any of these for an extended period of time. I think we probably got two or three here in the in the next few minutes before break. Uh well, we could start with this. Uh, but again, let's. If we focus too much on one, we're not going to get to many of them because we'll just rant. Uh, Kim, right. Kim Melrose, Kim Melrose, thank you for sending us a comment. Uh, Kim Melrose sent us a picture of. You ever seen Toy Story? Yes. Okay, with uh, Andy from Toy Story, David Wilcox's head is photoshopped on Andy, and he's holding a Buzz Lightyear and a Woody, and Buzz Lightyear has Corey Good's head photoshopped on it, and says. Dump on Wilcox some more with Mike D. I really enjoy those episodes Thank you Kim well, that's, that's
3: well thank you yeah I mean that's excellent we're We're just trying to uh i mean I like doing them because I like calling out frauds and charlatans and uh complete and utter just just a just liar a liar for money is basically uh what this guy is and we we go through his videos and if anybody hasn't seen those, they need to because uh, you'll just see him exposed totally through his own work which i think is hilarious so it's it's so bad that you can have two people go through with just l- some logic and common sense and just point out the fallacies of this guy it's just it's unbelievable
1: i'm also <laughs> it's, it's I, funny though i I need, I need you're you're right it's hilarious because the guy destroys himself mike
3: right yes That's i'm
1: right. A, i'm a little bit disappointed though because myself And our good friend Kev Baker from the Kev Baker Show, from what I understand, his YouTube page was demonetized after our last show on the David Wilcock-Cory Good cabal, so he got demonetized. He thinks it's because someone reported it and YouTube just demonetized it. But Kev Baker and I are two of, of a small number of people who have not received cease and desist letters from Corey Good's attorneys yet, simply for asking questions about his supposed alien stories but a lot of other people have so I I don't know if I, am I doing something wrong Mike I don't know maybe Kim Kim Melrose am I doing something wrong I didn't get a I didn't get a well, letter from the lawyer yet
3: well I mean we talk a little bit about him but our, the videos mostly focus around uh, Wilcock well
1: they're both but suing, when he does, they're both suing now though Mike I guess oh, okay
3: they're okay they're both all right so I I think then in that case I think he doesn't even want to because we can just go through uh, Cease and Cease and just, just ransack him some, some more. So I don't think he's got the balls to, if you're listening there, Mr. Wilcock.
1: <laughs> I, I will give you my P.O. box. Fraud. I'll give you my P.O. box. Please send me a letter because I would love to read yeah. it on air.
3: <laughs> that would be hilarious.
1: Yeah, there's a great article. Hilarious. Uh, Vice put out this article. I, I can't stand Vice. They're trash. But they put out this article says, UFO conspiracy theorists offer ascension from our hell world for $333. And it's all about Wilcock and Good. And I don't know if they mentioned Sather in here, but it's, it's talking about C- C.W. Chanter, and um the woman goes by the name of Stina Bobina on YouTube. She's being sued. Uh, I just talked to her the other day. To, I'm trying to get her on the show. But yeah, they're just going through the whole scam, the whole fraud. It's actually a pretty good article. It's on our website at thesecretteachings.info. But there, there, there it is, Mister David Wilcock. And oh, and by the way, Stephen Cambion has a has a new show on YouTube. He used to be here on the Fringe. It's called Truth Seeker, and uh, I guess he's still doing Wilcock shows. If anybody wants to go listen, I don't know if Stephen got a cease and desist. He might be one of the few who did not get a letter yet uh, from from the Corey Good Cabal. But anyway, thank you, Kim Melrose, for the comments. By the way, Celeste uh, Ikudayo... Celeste Ikudayo um long time listener, but they said, Time to expand your mind. Little minds talk about people give it up. And I said, Well, thirteen Wilcox shows out of a thousand shows in a career, I don't think that's little minded. I think it's little minded to focus on thirteen of a thousand shows and think there's obsession there. But that's Yeah. Well my I would opinion. Say
3: to her or this or whoever whatever you identify as. Um exactly and the fact that we have new listeners every day um it's good to uh do an occasional video on this charlatan just so uh they're aware that they're out there and then we can steer them to other videos but um i think it has to be done uh and it's and you know as much as some people don't want us to continue to do it if this guy continues to put out videos and continues to lie and defraud people we're going to talk about it period
1: yeah we have to it's a Responsibility, especially being so close to the middle of all this uh this crap. Right. Don't like it, don't listen to the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I know uh Celeste's been a listener for a long time. Uh, I appreciate your support. Here is we're gonna go- skip through this just all over the place, so it's not in any particular order. Um Jerome finnerty Maybe just Jerome F. I don't know if I'm pronouncing your last name right, but Jerome Finnerty mentioned three different topics, the smiley face killers, the curse of Oak Island, and missing 411. Do you know anything about any of that, Mike?
3: Yeah, smiley face killer goes back to the 90s, where you had a lot of um, college kids go missing from, well, what happened is they would actually not go missing. They would actually, from these bars around campus, uh, especially in the Minnesota area, I think, and some other states, they would end up drowning, be found drowned in like local water rivers. And uh, there would always be like a smiley face somewhere on a sidewalk and or tree. And there was a lot of them. If you do the research, I don't know if it's still going on today, because that's that's kind of like in the 90s, early 2000s when that was happening. Um, but there's a couple of interesting stories where uh, some, one of one person, uh, got away or was found with their hands bound. And, um, it's just really weird. There's a, there's a couple of detectives that, uh, retired detectives that started to do their own research on that. Right. Right. So if you want to, if you wanted to get more, better information, I would go through those guys. But I, I, I do remember that. And I do remember that it was bizarre that you had a lot of these and that the victims all seem to be white, uh, how would you say, I guess, uh, jockish or whatever, like a look to them or whatever. Uh, and those would be uh, males. we all be males. And, um, you know, it's it's kind of strange that you would get, uh, you know, we've all been intoxicated to the point of blackout, but, you know. I have not. A, these, a lot of these people, well, I have. <laughs> well, a lot of these people uh, end up in the river. Uh, is beyond me. So there are some strange coincidences, and that's a good, it's good, that's good research. So, yeah, that's a good topic. Um, what was
1: the other two? Yeah, the uh, the detectives were Kevin Gannon and Anthony Durati, and then there was like a
3: I think cr- they were ex-New crim- York detectives, right?
1: Th- they were, yeah, retired New York City detectives, and then there was a a, justice, a criminal justice professor uh, uh, what was named, Dr. Lee Gilber- Gilbertson, St. Cloud State University. They're the ones that presented that smiley face murder theory. Uh yeah, so yeah. Any, yeah, anyway, the other two were, let's see here, we have there's a lot of there's a lot of these, it's fantastic. Um I'll pull this back up. Jerome Finerty, Oh, Missing 411 and the Curse of Oak Island.
3: Yeah, I mean, we we talked about Missing 411. Didn't we have that guy on, uh, David Palidus?
1: We never had David on yet. I've I've tried I I can't I can get him. I just haven't followed through recently.
3: Well, he's the author that's written all those 411 books, and basically um, they're about missing people in national forests where uh, a lot of strange stuff has has uh, been—actually, some people have never been found. Um, There's uh, been—they found the clothes of some of the victims, like, neatly stacked up.
1: Teeth? Uh, They found teeth and skulls that were, like, polished?
3: Yep, uh, through research, it hasn't. It's it's been proven that it's not any type of animal attacks because they've never found like uh, blood spurts or uh, a sign of fighting back.
1: Right, or, and, and it's an animal attack. A, lo- a lot of the um, kids, a lot of the kids, like that have disappeared. Mostly kids that have disappeared in the in these cases where the kids' clothing and shoes and whatnot are found like hundreds of miles up, like a cliff yeah. face. Mm-hmm. And, and, There's and, only been
3: a couple where they've actually found the kids, and like you know, they're like seven, eight, and how they traveled hundreds of miles is just beyond the investigators, and they can't remember. They really can't can't remember what happened to them, too.
1: Yeah, except that kid Casey Hathaway who went missing, and they found him like in the backyard of the property, and he was tangled in vines, and he had been exposed to extreme weather for like 72 hours. They found him or something like that, and uh, he said that a a giant bear took care of him, which is a a common story that kids have told since the 1800s and probably before that, that they've been taken care of by bears after they went missing. But yes, some of these kids... uh, The other thing about that was when I watched the two documentaries, The Missing 411 and Missing 411, The Hunted, which I think is Mm -hmm. is just uh, came out a couple months ago.
3: Uh,
1: Yes, you're right. He had the story in there, David did, of uh, how sometimes they'll go and they'll look for the kids and they obviously don't find anything, but then they'll go back like months later, or I think in one case, it might have been almost a year later or something, but then they found the skull and some of the remains way up on a mountain or way up on the top of some big hill, and it had been in a place where they already looked, you know, days, weeks, or months before. So it's like right. it had, And it had been placed there, like an animal didn't sit the skull on the log, it had been placed there on display. I mean, really disturbing right. stuff.
3: Yeah, and some of these people that have gone missing, of course, they're uh, some of them are actually in groups where they're like the last in line, and the you know they're walking down, the guy turns, guy or girl turns around, and they're completely gone, just just gone. So what if it's a briefly, portal? I mean, there's, a, there's 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 a guy on uh, YouTube. His name is Scott Carpenter. I believe that. So you can look him up. He uh, started years ago going through woods, and he had a backpack on and what he would do is he put a gopro this backpack facing you know behind him and then he walked these trails i think he's in the smoky mountains somewhere over there tennessee or something and him um, so he's caught a lot of these a lot of images from the gopro when he's walking and he's got uh just weird faces in looking out from branches and trees he's got uh, uh he's got a dog man uh, popping out his head popping out Um, Very interesting stuff. If you look up the Scott Carpenter, he's actually I've got one where it looks like a like a thing cloaks like behind him on a trail when he's walking. Uh, I'm not saying that these are 100% legit, but I'm saying that they're very interesting. And to me, um, you know, I'd have to do further research, but they do seem like they're like it's legit. And so that's a good point to point out the cloaking of some of these. If these entities have a cloaking ability, they can probably uh, grab the person, cloak the person with with the entity together and bam they're 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 done you, know, well, wasn't, you can't see
1: them. wasn't that a story in the missing four one one, the hunted movie where the woman went out at the very end of the movie, this woman went out hunting and she was in a tree stand. Is that the same movie? Am I remembering that right? And she said she saw something moving in the trees and it was kind of like translucent, but it, she could tell it was, you know, like a humanoid type body. And there there had been a UFO sighting in that region too and that what she described sounded exactly like The Predator.
3: Yeah, yeah. it's funny how these Hollywood movies just, you know, they know what's going on. Another really interesting one is um, this uh, New Jersey fisherman, um, kind of tough dude, talked about uh, an, a praying mantis-like uh, creature uh, cloaking down the river from him, and he saw, he saw it, cloak, uncloak, and described it, uh, never a UFO guy or anything like that. I saw the interview with him. He looked pretty legit. And he did admit that when it's, and this probably happened to some people. I mean, it's not funny, but he, he said that um, he peed himself when he, he was that scared that he didn't know what it was, but it looked like a giant mantis. It walked for a couple of feet and then it cloaked again. And uh, his buddy came back. He said, you know, tried to explain it to him. He's like, you know, his buddy kind of believed him because you he could see he peed himself, which is it's crazy craziness but yeah. he was man enough to admit it on the interview so i respect to him <laughs>
1: <laughs> i've I've heard that the the the, the encounters with praying mantis like insectoids of all the various alien beings and races that like these creatures have an ability to put you into a, a, a state of um, paralysis like uh, i mean others do too. stories tell but that when you see one of these entities yeah. you like automatically freeze in terror I mean I've right, heard a lot of think, the same stories. I think the
3: dogman has but think the dogman yeah. and Bigfoot the same but I think that's a defense mechanism that some of these these creatures have is that you know the you, you know the dogman stories where people get super afraid um their fear takes over uh, and it could be these creatures have the ability to make that come out of you to to actually maybe even protect themselves.
1: Or or maybe they're like giving you, Yeah, go ahead. Go
3: ahead. No, by putting that making you fear that fear. You know, maybe they can do that to a high level intensity that it actually protects themselves from you attacking them.
1: Maybe it's also, I've thought that some of the people that go missing, maybe it's a portal. And maybe, maybe some of these creatures are almost, in a sense, not literally, but kind of like agents in the Matrix, like they come from somewhere else and it doesn't their ver- their world, their version of reality doesn't connect with ours, so it's kind of like a glitch, and when we interact with them, we freeze, we cannot really directly interact with them. I don't know it's just a thought, but you know if i if I posited that thought on ancient aliens, what if the dog man was really from another dimension? you know you get paid twenty thousand dollars I'd get paid spot. twenty thousand dollars for that spot, yeah. By the way, it's I, funny
3: that it's, it's funny. Like uh, I think an avid researcher, uh, amateur research uh, person on YouTube put up um, uh, Politus's um, map that he has of hot spots for people missing in these national forests. Yeah, and then got uh, the drawing of some of these underground dumb military bases, and it, they matched up almost perfectly of where these people are missing and then where these underground bases are. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, the good thing about David is. I don't think he's really. I might be wrong, but the last uh, time I'm listening to him, he really doesn't say this is what's causing it. He, he still doesn't know. But um, you know, same thing for for us. I couldn't tell you what's. Uh, these are just theories. I can't really tell you what's snatching these people up. But the fact that there's underground bases and uh, you know lined up with these these natural natural uh, these missing people is kind of strange. You know.
1: Yeah, the whole story is strange. Any of these cases where people go missing and they find either no remnants, they find remnants, body parts, or bones, yeah. teeth, piles of yeah. teeth, long, long after the people went missing. And then you have some children that come back and say they've been taken care of by creatures, and it's, I don't know, it's very, very disturbing. And so is the audio in the missing 411, The Hunted. There's some, some audio of uh, these, like, creatures, yelling these hunters went out really deep into the forest and they were they had a video camera and uh i i personally don't think it was staged they they filmed and it i don't know, it kind of reminded me of one of those movies like chernobyl or i don't know if you saw chernobyl um or kind of like uh as above so below just very disturbing video audio footage and it sounded like these creatures were yelping like up 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 it was very strange like they were communicating with each other I I think we played that clip one time on the show. Anyway, Mike, we're going to take a short, short break. We're going to come right back. Tonight, listener requests on The Secret Teachings. We'll get into more of those right after this. Don't go anywhere. Mike D., this is The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable. Stay with us. If you're looking for something to do while you're quarantined or locked down at home, check out www.thesecretteachings.info for our entire show archive. There you'll find every single broadcast after it airs, and you can download and stream every single one of those shows with great guests and timeless subjects. Right now it's only $35 for a one-year subscription to the archive and a free copy of one of my books with free shipping in the United States. It supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and it supports you. You can also check out my three books independently, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir. Read reviews and see the books at www.thesecretteachings.info. Whether you subscribe, purchase a book, or you simply listen to the show five nights a week, it's a great way to stay informed and to be entertained. Again, that's www.thesecretteachings.info thesecretteachings.info or find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings and shoot us an email at rdgable at yahoo.com
0: This is Dave Cruz, host of Beyond the Strange, and you're listening to The Fringe FM Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination where the past, present, and future all co- coexist on the same timeline. Welcome to a future where our true re- reflection is only revealed once the screen goes dark. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening.
1: I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast right here on The Fringe FM. Tonight is listener request night. I'd like to do this often, as often as possible. Send us your requests for topics at rdgable at yahoo.com, rdgable at yahoo.com. I'll try to respond to everybody's message in a timely manner, rdgable at yahoo.com, facebook.com forward slash the Secret Teachings. Our good friend and co-host Mike D. is also with us this evening to talk about some of these listener-requested topics. We've had a brief discussion about missing people so far. We've also talked a little bit about the Smiley Face Killers. And of course, uh, Kim Melrose asked us to, uh, well, dump on Wilcock some more with Mike D. And we did a little bit of dumping on Wilcock. Jerome Finerty asked about Missing 411 and the Smiley Face Killers. And also the curse of Oak Island, but for time's sake, let's jump ahead and look at some of these other requests, if that's okay with you, Mike. Sure, yep. Alright, so we have a, well, a lot of these. There's like thirty or more of these uh these messages here. Hmm. I don't know who we should pick. No matter who I pick, you're you're picking people and you're favoriting people just randomly here. Austin Jansen. Austin Ooh, that was thunder. It's starting to rain here. Austin Jansen, Kecksburg UFO crash and its possible links to the Die Glocken experiment. I think it's Die Glocka, but the German Bell Project. You ever heard of the Kecksburg UFO incident, Mike?
3: Um, no, no. Well, I, 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 I vaguely remember uh, some uh, show... That's I guess someone got a peek underneath what they were. It crashed in the woods or something, and it's it looked like the bell, and it was underneath some wrapping, and somebody got the peek underneath and he described it looking like a bell with some hieroglyphics on it. But that's really all I know. I really can't say too much on it.
1: My, now, my, my insiders told me it was a bell. Okay. I had seven insiders who told me from 12 other insiders who had their own insiders that it's a uh, diglaka. Yeah, the Keksburg... Kecksburg UFO incident. I've actually been to Kecksburg. I got a picture. It's a tiny, tiny little town. And uh, if you drive out there in Pennsylvania, first of all, there's like Trump signs everywhere, giant flags. There's actually an enormous Donald Trump that stands probably 30 feet tall out there near Kecksburg, Pennsylvania. So you go out there past that stuff, and then they have uh, kind of like um like a statue of what people saw in 1965. It was early December 1965. And it does, it looks like a beehive, but it has that shape of like a bell. And people, I guess, had witnessed uh, like a fireball, which was reported by citizens in uh, Canada, uh, as well as in places like Detroit, Michigan, and other cities in the United States. So various people saw this thing, And it was tracked from Canada down through the northwest into Pennsylvania, or the northeast, excuse me, into Pennsylvania, and then supposedly crashed. They have a festival there in Kecksburg. But it's a very, very, very interesting story as well. Kecksburg UFO incident, December of 1965. Pretty good chance that if it was a Deglaca, it was simply, you know, an experimental test flight of what the Germans had been working on that was transferred to the United States with project paperclip. And obviously the, um, various scientists like Von Braun and his associates that started NASA and worked with, uh, Jack Parsons at JPL. But anyway, Kecksburg UFO incident, Austin Jansen. Thank you for that question. I know we can't go into like immense detail. Every one of these questions is a show in and of itself, but we're going to try to do our best here. Uh, our very own Eric Markham here on the fringe FM Eric Markham says how about social conditioning of children through cartoons what do you think about that Mike
3: uh, I've been going on since uh, really Nickelodeon days and probably uh, probably earlier than that with the, any type of Walt Disney uh, you know early what 40s 40s or mid 40s Disney films of uh, propaganda war propaganda uh, then got into the mind control of children. It's it's cartoons of you know if the atomic bomb hits to co- uh, cover high under your desk under a wooden desk. It's a lot that's of not if, That's not gonna work. That's <laughs> not gonna work. It's not gonna work. They were telling the poor kids that you know like that's gonna like that's gonna help if your school gets hit by an atomic bomb to cover under underneath a wooden desk, but. Going back, yeah, these Nickelodeon with all the symbolism, uh, these uh, these cartoons really have gotten worse and worse as the, as the years have gone on uh, with symbolism and, and mind control of kids. Um, it's really bad. A, a lot of different agendas in there, mind warping um, sexuality uh, and uh, just uh, a lot of satanic stuff, Luciferian stuff mixed in there too. It's, it's very bad, very bad
1: stuff. Yeah, you ever heard of the Owl House on? Uh, I think it's a Disney Channel show. No,
3: no.
1: Nope. I, I, let me let me double check the name of this. I, I don't watch these cartoons, so I can't tell you exactly. Let me look it up here. This is uh, I know I did a show on it actually. Um, yeah, it is. It's called the Owl House, but it's about this girl. It's about witches, and not like you know real magic it's about this like harry potter type of magic and it's about this house that like watches what you do it's an owl and uh the woman the woman that runs this town is like this powerful witch and it's really creepy because in the in the actual uh trailer for the show i just it may there's something just so bad about this Let let me play some play some of this for you
2: This one day, I found a portal and ended up someplace I could have never imagined.
1: So she finds a portal and she goes into (coughs) a monster world, first of all. This is a Disney Channel show. Last year it came out.
2: Okay, well, I totally have imagined it. But this is even better. This is the Boiling Isles.
1: It's the Boiling Isles. It's supposed to be cool and quirky and fun.
2: Amazing. The kind of place you just want to wake up every day and say good morning terrifying fantasy world. Good morning. Such friendly neighbors. And this is the Owl House, the best place on the aisles. Hoot, hoot! That's Hootie. Hoot, hoot! He's always hanging around.
1: Yeah, this is so creepy, Mike. The owl watches what you do, and in the trailer for the show, the girl is in the bathroom, and the owl comes in through the window and watches her in the bathroom. This is a Disney Channel show.
3: Yeah, Disney is just disgusting. This trash. I would not... Not let your kids watch any of that stuff.
1: No, it's disgusting. Um, it's filth
3: it's uh so those Pixar movies with like Monsters Inc where they're telling you how they um, you know th- your fear is an energy is again uh, using that uh, that occult esoteric knowledge that these black magicians have and basically telling showing you <laughs> what they do do uh to get the you know your adrenochrome up and your your cortisone levels up and these entities feed off that um it's weird there's a, a couple of youtube videos out there where the i forget the guy's name but if you type in uh symbology uh in uh monsters inc on youtube you'll find a couple people that have broken down a couple scenes in that movie and some of the symbols that you uh you <laughs> If you're, uh, you know, not awake, you won't see any of it. I remember seeing that really a long time ago before uh, I was uh, drawn and uh, awake and uh, did the research, and now going back and looking at that Monsters, Inc., it's just uh, bizarre. So I, I, I don't um, think,
1: personally, I don't necessarily think I buy the adrenochrome thing, but in terms of Monsters, Inc., you're, you're right. I, I wrote a section on that in my technology book, and it's about portals to the other world where the monsters come in and steal the fear of children. And of course...
3: Yeah, well, I, I don't think it has to def- be about adrenochrome. That's just a, a byproduct of uh, fear. It's energy. Fear.
1: They're, they're stealing yeah, energy. So, yeah, so if Soul. you want to
3: get away from that, you would just exactly kind of boil it simply down to stealing energy.
1: And Remember, in the movie, though, it's it's um, Steve Buscemi, I think, plays the serpent. And you think the serpent is bad. But the serpent's just, he's just trying to, to get what he wants. He's not really trying to screw people over. It's Mr. Waternoose, who runs the power company, who's like a parasite that runs the whole thing. He runs the, the parasite runs the show, which is very similar to the parasite from Stranger Things or the Facehugger, you know, the various parasites in movies and video games that that suck the life out of you, that suck the energy out of you. And they come from other dimensions, other worlds, shadow people, things like that. Um, Eric, Eric Markham also said uh, an example he gave was the Bubble Guppies. I, I can't imagine, Mike, do you know what the Bubble Guppies are?
3: Uh, no, I don't know.
1: It's like some weird, It's I think it's five seasons, it's some weird kids cartoon. A lot of this animation is just really disturbing nowadays. I, I can't watch this crap. I don't even know where you heard of the Bubble Guppies, Eric, but uh, you got to stay away from that. I hope you're not watching the Bubble Guppies. Because that is not good. Neither is the Owl House. I think they have like a like a demon on this show, too.
2: Jeez. The Owl House is where I live with... The King of Demons! Look at that cutie pie.
1: Yeah, the King of Demons. Look at that cutie pie. I mean, if you didn't know any better, Mike, you'd think that people are making movies and TV shows to literally corrupt the innocence of children and to steal their souls and control their minds.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's some... Uh, there's a lot of stuff that is just for this you know for the people that are asleep they're not even subconsciously they're getting this but you know consciously they're not aware of what's happening to them
1: hey I got I got something for you
0: we must be ready every day all the time to do the right thing if the atomic bomb explodes <laughs> duck and cover <laughs> That's the first thing.
1: I love this they get they get under <laughs> the uh the picnic blanket <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah that's the, yeah the jingle there the you know the mind the 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 rhythm of the jingle what is, is it go
0: ahead and play that
1: they're getting under their shirts fantastic so if you ever see a big flash of light just get under your picnic table blanket apparently uh yeah, exactly. atomic weapons they will uh, annihilate at a hundred million degrees anything at ground zero, but a nice piece of cotton cloth will protect you from the radiation, apparently because there's a look there's yeah. a there's a quirky turtle
0: what Bert the turtle just did friends because every one of us must remember
1: to- Bert the turtle would have been vaporized <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous I mean these are the same people that tell us to consume fluoride and inject various forms of mercury into the body anyway. That was uh, another listener request, Eric Markham. Let's look at some of these other ones here. Well, I don't think we need to talk much about this, but I want to mention Dwayne Bernard. Dwayne Bernard said, would really like to hear more on these pedophilia and sex rings beyond the Epstein and Weinstein discussions and how they are pervasive among the elites. I I don't know how long you've listened, Dwayne, but Mike and I for a long time pioneered that subject. That was the main reason we were kicked off of the Dark Matter Network because Art Bell did not want us to talk about that. I have the emails to to demonstrate that too, just outright censorship of that topic in particular. I don't know if you have any comments on that, Mike.
3: No, I mean, yeah. Um, there's been so many, uh, you know, for me coming back on that, I, I remember um, an interview on uh god what was it inside edition or some some crap channel like that but they were uh one of the singers of uh, uh i forget the rock band um uh some 80s rock band came out from some party and they asked him hey how does it go on he's like hey pretty and he's like talking about um he went to a party and um you know, they were talking about they were gonna kill a kid, or he saw some kind of snuff film, or something like that. And then, uh, you know, he this is this is live. They got him recorded. And then a couple of days later, he's like, no, 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 that's not what I meant. I, I didn't mean that. So that someone got to him, but he let that slip out. Um, so these things happen. Movies like Eight uh, Millimeter with Nicolas Cage show uh, kids being kill, uh, killed, killed, snuff films. Um, you know, we actually saw a live enough film with uh with floyd being killed that that's actually in definition of film because you saw that guy actually die on film well,
1: Why why did they um, cen- why do they not censor that but they censored bin laden well i don't know if there was there was a feed of that supposedly but they censored bin laden they censored gaddafi but exactly, you, you can watch exactly. this porn star get killed though
3: yeah i mean that's a whole another show but um yeah i mean we talked about that i mean um it's it's a disgusting, and but it's pers- persuasive. And the missing kids from Haiti and these third world countries, that, the thousands and thousands of kids that go missing. And then you can even tie that back up to the deaths of Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington. They were working on a documentary to expose the tra- trafficking ring. A lot of these Hollywood people and music people kind of know what's going on, but um, they're either in on it or they're too afraid to say anything about it.
1: Well, you know what most um, people do, Mike? When they hear about the pedophile networks and they, you know, it's very, you know, disturbing to think about that. A lot of people just, you know, they just, you know, immediately get right under the blanket.
2: And that's the first thing to do.
1: They just duck and cover. I don't want to talk about it. It protects yeah, you from people, reality.
3: Right. A lot of people are like, oh, no, they have that mindset that um, they could never do it so no one else could never do it. But that's
1: well. <laughs> yeah, that's how we that's think. Just,
3: uh, so so naive, and, and it's such a stupid way of looking at the world. Well, I would never do that. Well, I, I, is everyone like you? Oh, well, how could they do that to a to a kid? Well, they do, and they are.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think of it so some something <laughs> something simple like like smoking cigarettes. I don't smoke cigarettes. I can't imagine how anybody smokes a cigarette, but that doesn't mean that people don't smoke cigarettes. You know?
3: Right. I mean, the the Epstein stuff was just a. Uh, Just the bottom of the barrel of what's been happening. It's a sample. Exactly. Especially, you know, a lot of this coming from England, the royal family, and their abuse of children.
1: Look at the Child Child Protective Services, which is Orwellian, and also Child Family Services in Canada, the number of kids that go missing, and all the representatives of the CPS and the CFS that have actually been convicted or arrested on charges of molestation or child abuse. Mm. You know, it's just, uh, it's a... It's a haven for people like that, just like in the Catholic Church. There's no repercussions for your actions, right? So yeah. you just do it. Now Mike, I heard, yeah, what about uh, I, heard, I, heard recently
3: I heard that ten people got arrested for selling uh baby body parts out of the uh Planned Parenthood.
1: I've heard I heard that. I didn't verify it, but I did hear that. I mean remember no, I saw
3: their mug shots, they got bu- they got busted and charged.
1: They used to do that, um Oh, there's is that Loki? Yeah. absolutely. Now weird. you don't you don't have any Antifa breaking in right now, Mike? Do you?
3: No, but let's see. Let's see. Let's see. It might be a. Let's. See, it might be a mantis. Let's see. Let's it check could it out be. Here. Well,
1: if if Mike just freezes here, the line freezes, we'll know it's a mantis. I'll have to. I'll have to get my insiders to see how they found Mike because he is at an undisclosed location.
3: <laughs> I think he just saw another doggy.
1: Okay. Well, maybe that Come dog. On, man. Maybe that dog that he saw was a mantis disguised as a dog, who was age regressed from a man, and, like, and cloned and uh-huh. cloned. Yes. Who who saw? Uh, see,
3: that's what you got. That's what the, you know. You got to be careful about because there's so much disinformation out there. So many hacks and frauds. You know that even some people saying, "Oh, uh, Biden is a clone." Don't let these people throw you off from doing your own research and really digging. And doing your uh, – I'm talking top-notch notch research Well, if that you
1: he's need a, to do. He, if he's a clone, he's a really bad clone.
3: <laughs>
1: Couldn't have you cloned him with, like, a better brain?
3: Yeah, exactly. Biden oh, – okay. a... Go yeah. ahead. No, it's just like, oh, you can tell his eyes have changed and his his ears – are that's called a face lift. <laughs> These People are just retarded. He's, he's got hair plugs, too. Check his younger pictures. I was going bald back in the 70s. You've got hair plugs.
1: Well, that guy also—he has serious dementia. Serious dementia. Yeah. But yes, you're right. Just because, yeah. like, I mean, I got my hair cut last week. Does that mean that I'm a clone now because I look different? Right. Such so asinine. So asinine. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Now. <clears throat> There are um, instances where I'll throw up a question mark but can't confirm or deny, and that's – I'll bring up one right now. Like, for instance, Joan Rivers. Yes, she was older, and getting uh, getting work done surgery is, is much more risky. But to come out on TV and say that the president was gay and his his wife was a tranny – Why <laughs> would every, you say everybody that? In Hollywood, everybody in Hollywood knows it, and then she goes in, and she dies. Uh, being a, it's, 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 it's a, there is a there is. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying there's a question mark and something to look into. There's
1: there's a big 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 question mark there. Right. Hey, I'm me, not
3: saying uh blue blue avians came down and uh, picked her up.
1: They're red red avians, Mike. <laughs> red avians. TM trademarked. Hey, I have a. Oh,
3: sorry, sorry. Red
2: avians.
1: Yes, they're red avians. I have a a, a nine second interview with Joe Biden. I'm going to play real quick, and then we'll take a very tiny break. Come back. And I know we've got you for just the short remainder of the show tonight. We want to hit some of these other listener comments, but this is a short interview. I don't know when this was conducted, but this is uh, Joe Biden.
2: How can you talk if you haven't got a brain? I
0: don't know, but some people without brains do an awful lot of talking.
1: Yeah, see that's, uh, that was a recent interview, I think. I don't know if you heard that one.
3: Yeah, it's so funny. He wants to do uh, video debates or whatever canned debates. He doesn't want to go live with Trump because he would get demolished. You can say what you want about Trump, but he's got a sharp wit, Uh, You know, just going back to the Clinton versus Clinton uh, debates, and he would just he would just decimate Biden in a, in a uh, you know live debate.
1: It would be totally. It would be
3: actually it would be actually hilarious. Honestly, it,
1: it would be to yeah, watch. It would be. I mean, I would. I would. Which it's is, like which which pay per view which again.
3: Is is, is she, yeah, Yes, I say that. But it's shameful on us, because the person running for president, uh, it, it, this this debate is like a joke, and it's laughable, and you can grab the popcorn and have a big laugh. I mean, that's kind of... <laughs> that's bad. It's,
1: yeah, it is. It that's is. Bad.
3: It, it, when, when Kennedy was going against uh, 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 Nixon, right, uh, there was nothing laughable about that and those debates back then. But now it's...
1: It's, <laughs> it's a clown like show.
3: A it's a clown show. And we all know that the president... Is basically controlled. I'm not sure how much, how controlled Trump is. He has been able to do certain things, but other things that are, are a detriment to our freedom, like the Federal Reserve and the IRS and, and military all over the world, which we don't need in Afghanistan, is still going on. So to me, uh, there are still uh, issues of control, I think. But that's just my opinion.
1: Mike D., our co host tonight, I'm Ryan Gable. Mike's opinion we have more after this break a very short break stay tuned Mike has just enough time I think to finish the segment with us in the show tonight The Secret thesecretteachings.info we have a lot more coming up after break some more listener requests for topics things to discuss right here on the secret teachings don't go anywhere
2: even those in your pet food. With free solutions to better health, check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and order yours today. It supports The Secret Teachings, you, and The Fringe FM.
1: If you're looking for something to do while you're quarantined or locked down at home, check out www.thesecretteachings.info. For our entire show archive. There you'll find every single broadcast after it airs, and you can download and stream every single one of those shows with great guests and timeless subjects. Right now it's only $35 for a one year subscription to the archive and a free copy of one of my books with free shipping in the United States. It supports the Secret Teachings, the Fringe FM, and it supports you. You can also check out my three books independently. Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir. Read reviews and see the books at www.thesecretteachings.info. Whether you subscribe, purchase a book, or you simply listen to the show five nights a week, it's a great way to stay informed and to be entertained. Again, that's www.thesecretteachings.info, thesecretteachings.info, or find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings.info. And shoot us an email at rdgable at yahoo.com. This is David Icke from davidike.com, author of The Phantom Self and The Perception Deception. And you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings.
0: Hey guys, it's George Tsoukalos from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. With Ryan Gable.
1: I'm Ryan Gable, and this is the Secret Teachings Radio Show on The Fringe FM. Five nights a week, you can listen Monday through Friday, the same time each night, right here on The Fringe FM. The Fringe.fm is the network website. Our website, where you can find my books, t shirts for the show, and our archive www.thesecretteachings.info. Tonight we really could go for probably another two hours, three, four, five hours. but we don't have that much time. We might do another listener request show. We have so many of these listener requests for topics. We've gone through uh, probably about five or six of these, which I think we've done pretty good so far. We have another request here from Kristen Harris and it's just about the Titanic conspiracy. Have you heard about the Titanic conspiracy? You know anything about that, Mike?
3: Yeah, that uh, was orchestrated by the Rothschilds to kill Astor, who was against the Fed, another wealthy billionaire at the time. Um, I don't, I, I, I don't have an opinion on it because I just don't, I don't have the research that I've done on it, so I can't really speak on it.
1: Well, I
2: can
3: the, give my opinion.
1: Well, your your opinion is. I o- think
3: it would take. A, I, I think it would take a, a an orchestrated effort um to okay well they say i think i think that theory also goes that there was an explosion and really didn't hit the iceberg is that correct i'm not sure about
1: that no i've never i've never heard that that theory i've just heard about some of the just individual factual details about the way the ship was built and about who owned the ship i mean it was owned by well essentially it was owned by J P Morgan who owned white star line and uh joseph bruce ismay who was the director, the managing director of White Star Line, which was owned by JP Morgan, who had a suite on the ship and bailed on the ship at the very last minute before it set sail? Uh, the guy that ran, who was the managing director of White Star Line, apparently he had um, given, uh, I guess, orders to the Titanic captain, Edward J. Smith, who I've also read was a Jesuit and who had been navigating the ocean for like 26 years. He was a veteran and uh, was told to ignore the warnings about icebergs that evening and to just go full speed ahead. And even after they hit the iceberg, as the story goes, they kept the ship under, I don't know what they called in nautical terms, but pedal to the metal, full throttle, and that helped to sink the ship even quicker. And then, of course, you know, the story is that it goes up in the air and then splits in half and I, I suppose I've I've I actually wrote about this in my first book a long time ago. It's not published anymore, but I, I remember reading about how they built certain sections of the of the boat with really faulty material, so that it. I mean, maybe the theory is that it would intentionally snap apart under you know some kind of minor stress like that. So there's a lot of different stuff. Plus, what you mentioned, you know, maybe maybe there is you know a bomb, but. I don't know. The, the story of John Jacob Astor and uh, these other wealthy people who oppose the Federal Reserve, that is really, really suspicious.
3: I mean, again, you can throw up the, the big question mark there.
1: What if aliens sunk the Titanic? Find out on next <laughs> week's Ancient <laughs> Aliens. If?
3: We'll never tell you the truth. We'll always end each show as what if.
1: What so, if? David Wilcock,
3: I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get too much information from the History Channel. It's, it's a controlled. It's a controlled channel.
1: Remember, did this, and they'll never
3: tell you. They'll never tell you the truth.
1: They'll remember, give
3: you what ifs. That's about it.
1: Mike LeBecki from the Discovery Channel. He came on and told us all about how they fraudulently made those documentaries on the Yeti.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he did. Uh, then, the, all those kind of cable, mainstream cable channels, yeah, he not was, to be trusted for sure.
1: He was like, well, they treated me really well, and it was really nice. But yeah, they fabricated everything.
3: yeah because he never got to watch they never he requested to watch the final cut edit and they never sent it to him and he ended up watching it if I remember correctly watching just on TV and he was just like this is nothing like it was supposed to be
1: yeah and as a matter of fact that was based on an investigation into Diatlov Pass right? Mm -hmm. and that's another listener request by Paco Juarez about Dyatlov Pass, that is a very, very creepy story. I've always said that there have been like three or four things, maybe five things that have really creeped me out in all the years of Mm -hmm. radio. One is the Lady Gaga perfume video where she's in the black goo and has the portal to, like, hell. The other one is the missing 411, and the third one is Dyatlov Pass. So listeners have hit on two of the three biggest things that have terrified me on the show. Yeah, Dyatlov Pass is very disturbing. You remember much about that?
3: Yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, I remember this. Just as People were just destroyed. Just ripped up. Uh, eyeballs out. Tongue ripped out.
1: Yeah, different locations um, too. They found them. The one girl was like radioactive. One girl had her tongue cut out. Some people had clothes. Some people didn't. Some they found the yeah. tents like cut from the inside out.
3: Inside, so they were so scared that, or something, it was so strange there yeah, that they cut themselves out of the tent and then kind of ran out of the tent. And, and sub-temperatures without, some of them didn't have clothes on, just, just...
1: And then stopped, just, like, they didn't run down, like, uh, like 10 miles and stopped. They ran, like, or walked in a single-file line, or, and some of them went in one direction, some went in the other direction, and I remember reading about how they found, in different directions, some of them had stopped and made, like, a fire, and then others had, like, taken their clothes off, and they were found almost naked in, like, a pit of ice.
3: yeah. Yeah, well I don't, I don't
1: think anybody really knows what happened there.
3: I mean, I, you don't really need to watch the horror movies uh from from Hollywood. Just research just research some of these things and you'll be scared enough. You won't have to watch some Hollywood BS. There is actually yeah, a lot of horror out there that you don't need to go to the movie theater. You just need to do some research. Those people were massacred by some type of entity. Um uh so I, I couldn't tell you, you know, honest you know what but they were not um this was to me not a military operation uh, this to me was uh some type of um entity creature that's mutilated those people now was it a yeti i, I can't tell you that i, I have no idea Mike, I mean, it was aliens like, yeah it was something
1: what if diont pass hikers were abducted by aliens We'll be right back after well, this commercial they actually,
3: break. They actually they actually, could have been. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they could have been, yeah. There were stories of strange lights in the sky. There was a, a gulag, a Soviet gulag not very far from there, where they had tested a number of weapons. And uh, some of the wounds, or the lack thereof, rather, suggested that there were maybe some form of audit, yeah, auditory but not, but weapons.
3: Not the, tongue, not the tongue ripped out. or uh, Remember, uh, I believe someone, the bunghole was buried, uh, was bored, too. Remember that?
1: Are you sure that wasn't the military officer? We talked about that on Dark Matter like five years ago. Wasn't that the military officer? They like he had his he had his colon like cord out.
3: One of those guys in in that in that group had something done to his bunghole. I Remember we were talking about
1: it? <laughs> yeah, I think it was the military guy. Maybe the Diatlov Pass. I don't know. I'd have to go back yeah. and read that story. That wasn't. By the way, yeah, that was it's in. A, it's been a while. February of 1959, I think I've got that right. February 1959, the Olive Pass. It means the Devil's Pass. There's also some weird stories there about like a a golden woman that wanders the mountain, and it ref. It was like a reference, like a local legend to radiological tests and radiation in the area, stuff like that. Um, which maybe yeah, is- it could
3: be. It could have been like a bone eater. Uh, yeah, yeah. Those things. Those things are described as. You know how Bigfoot is described as having more so uh, some human aspect features to it yes than ape well the bone eaters have more ape than human and supposedly live in high up in the mountains and the Indians na- named them uh, because uh, basically they'll they'll eat you <laughs> the bone hence bone eater
2: well maybe <laughs> it's that... so
3: funny like these locations like are named like Devil's Pass you know Hell's Ridge. And if you research where the names, that the Anglo-Saxon names actually just derived from Indian names uh, of, of long, long ago. So these locations that are named kind of creepy, uh, never second guess. This. There's probably a reason for it.
1: Well, right, right. If you ever drove parts parts of the, well, anywhere in the world, but here in the United States, if you drive to, like, the southwest, when I lived in Arizona, you just drive up, like, north of Tucson, or if you go south, too, but north, is you get much more road. And, like, every tiny abandoned or semi-abandoned or very low-population town, it's like, you know, Blood Trail and, you know, Cowboy Death Lane, you know? Or it's like, you know, Wagon Wheel. It's like, well, you know why they named that. They got there and they were looking around they thought, I don't know, what could we call it? Uh, there's a Wagon Wheel. Wait, it's the town of Wagon Wheel. That's the same way they name these places, Devil's Pass. You don't go there because bad stuff happens to you. You, you right. also wouldn't want to go. I think there's actually a place in Arizona It's called, like, blood road or something. And it was oh, like... yeah. There's, the, there's, yeah. Devil's Canyon. Yeah, like Devil's, Devil's Canyon. And people used Devil's to Peak. just get robbed on that road and killed.
3: Yeah. Just a lot of bad stuff. They're like almost giving you a warning. Hey, dummy. We're naming this location for a reason. Be on your be on alert. You know?
1: Speaking of uh, radiation, we don't have time to talk in detail about this because we've done other shows on it. But Mary Ducina... It's a long-time listener of the show. Big shout-out to Mary. Mary Ducina asked about Oak Ridge National Laboratory, which I I know that they are actually conducting experiments at Oak Ridge where they have in the last year attempting to detect other dimensions, other worlds that are parallel to ours. And that's really interesting, I found, Mary and and, and Mike, because it, it relates also to the testing of the atomic bombs and the idea that they were like alchemical experiments and even um scientists like Fermi suggested that this could alert not only aliens or some other creatures from somewhere else that we are here but that it could potentially a lot of people thought that it could potentially open up like a like a portal or a wormhole the imma- immense amount of energy that's released um i think even tw- twin peaks i think it's the new season of twin peaks they start the uh, the season off with the bomb detonating at White Sands, and that it kind of like opens a portal to allow evil into our world. So Oak Ridge is like openly experimenting with multiple dimensions, and that also relates to uh, what another listener asked us about pertaining to uh, CERN. Timony Wild, another longtime listener, asked us about CERN. I don't know, do you have any concern for CERN, Mike?
3: Well, I thought when they were, the, the strange thing is that that opening ceremony that they were doing, um, that ritualistic uh, robes and outfits, I, I thought that was pretty bizarre. You know, they obviously are doing something there, um, experimenting, um, and probably it's probably not a good thing. You know, you got to look at it this way. I mean, there's people out there that have positions of power, high ranking scientists, military that are psychopaths. So to not suggest that they're trying to open dimensions or uh, something for warfare is uh, is relevant and 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 definitely is happening and has been happening since uh, mankind looking for better ways to kill people up, opening up portals messing with time time loops all that stuff man it, it, but it's the sad thing is is like you know this is these some of these people, of course, have special access to these programs or even controlling these programs are psychopaths.
1: <laughs> well, you know what's interesting about that, Mike? I read a book by uh, a journalist named Annie Jacobs about DARPA, the history of DARPA. And um, I'm sure a lot of people know this, but in relation to Mary Ducina's question about atomic bombs, uh, when Oppenheimer developed, he's the father of the atomic bomb, as the story goes. I mean, I think the germans developed it way beforehand there are numerous accounts in the national archives and other countries that the germans detonated a disintegration bomb they called it it was massive big mushroom cloud lit up the sky some pilots saw it. it's in the archives but uh oppenheimer's like the father of the atomic bomb right well after they detonate the atomic bomb and oppenheimer gives his famous speech interview you know i've become death the destroyer of worlds quoting the indian scripture and then uh they asked him to build the hydrogen bomb, and there was a split in the scientific community. Oppenheimer and his associates refused to build the hydrogen bomb and said, no, we're not going to build another weapon like this. There's no reason. There's no purpose to it. It's dangerous. It's irresponsible. We're not going to participate. And as a result of that, Oppenheimer had his Q-level clearance stripped, and he was kicked out of government for not building the hydrogen bomb which later went to Edward Teller and his associates. I just thought that was an interesting story because we always think like, oh these guys are total psychopaths and they are, but sometimes the psychopaths are like, Wow, that was really psychotic. Let's let's not go any further than that.
3: Right. Well, uh, you know, maybe he had a change of heart, but
1: maybe normally the...
3: psychopaths don't really have a change of heart. They're genetically made that way, and nothing changes a psychopath from being a psychopath.
1: Maybe the alien, the maybe alien maybe left he was,
3: Maybe he was just a, a mild psychopath and he decided that, hey, that's not... Or maybe actually he was so compartmentalized that he thought this was actually uh, something good for protection, but then Rhea found out that it was going to be dropped on people and cause mass killings. That's right. when he changed his, his tune. Well, if he's so smart, he yeah. should
1: have kind of known that anyway, but... Because uh, he was one of knows? the top guys in the Manhattan Project. But maybe, maybe the alien that inhabited his body left to get a snack, and then Oppenheimer was like, whoa, I don't want to build a hydrogen bomb, which was so bad that they thought the atmosphere would be caught on fire, and uh, the first one they detonated was uh, much, much, much bigger than they initially thought. If you read the uh, story, it's pretty disturbing. Uh, speaking of— Yeah, po- I,
3: I think that's a good point, though, that you made about possession, because— um that has been written about in ancient culture since the beginning of mankind. Now, what jumps into these people, how it jumps into these people, We can. that's a whole other show. But um, possession, uh, being controlled, uh, your soul, soulless individuals, uh, those things actually do exist.
1: They absolutely do. In fact, all of this that we're discussing, these are great questions because they're things we cover on the show all the time, obviously, but I have a, I have a whole book written about this. It's called The Technological Elixir. It's on the website. It's about everything from black goo to AI to uh, the music industry to the atomic bomb and John Dee and Aleister Crowley and all that. Uh, Jonathan Fuller, shout out to Jonathan Fuller. Jonathan, he asked a few things, but he was asking about um, Elon Musk and asking if Elon Musk is connected to something, which I think is a great segue from the... The Oppenheimer Edward Teller story because it's like I think Elon Musk is uh, him and Kurzweil and a lot of these other guys from MIT and Boston Dynamics a lot of them are just like kids but some of the big guys I think not only are they on something which in and of itself can lead to walk-ins and possessions you know alcohol yeah. drugs but for that I would Elon he's for, weird for, dude for Musk and
3: yeah for Musk and others I would. Simply tell you to follow the wives. So find out who the wives are. These people, then go to their Instagram pages and check out some of the pictures they post, and that's all I'll say about
1: that. What did you think of that? Werner von Braun book he wrote about Mars, a technical tale, and he talked about the the leader of Mars was named Elon. You ever mm. heard that? It's re- no, Mm-mm. it's really weird. Yeah, if you look that up, I think it's called um, a tech. Just type in Mars, a technical tale, Werner von Braun, and it was all about this Mars colony. And these aliens that live there, and the leader was named Elon. And uh, one of the, I guess one of the sayings from the book was, beware the Elon. Very, very, right. very creepy. Well,
3: see here, I mean, here's, I hope this doesn't confuse people, and it really shouldn't, but we talk about David Wilcock and his uh, Blue Avians and his Galactic Federation Council, only because this guy purports this and has actually no proof whatsoever. You have credible people that have been abducted, that have real-life data, real-life knowledge, have implants that have been taken out of them uh, and, and, uh, and verified. Uh, this, and, and, and when I'm, I'm not personally saying that aliens uh, don't exist because I personally believe that they do. The Drake's equation and the theory that we're the only relevant thing in this one little galaxy is just absurd. So yes, I, I think there's multiple beings out there. But when someone comes across and said that, that you know they were invited to a galactic space federation council, <laughs> uh, and then that, his, yeah. the replicator, the first food that he made, he wanted meatloaf. It's just uh, it, it's just disinformation and it's it's fake. And that's oh. why I'm calling that out. Not that I'm calling the person out. I'm not calling the fact that this person believes in aliens. Right. Just want to make that clear because
1: well, I'm not saying it's aliens. I'm,
3: some people, you know, get confused, I guess.
1: Well, that that could take us into a, a question by Greg Schaefer. We don't have a lot of time. I'm just going to blow through these, and if you can, you want to make a comment, just comment. But Greg Schaefer asked about Phil Schneider and uh, Dulce. Murdered. Murdered.
3: Murdered. There's no go. way that guy, being in a wheelchair, could choke himself with his own catheter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, with one I remember hand.
1: that. What an unbelievably um, so, ridiculous so story. So
3: there's people that debunked the guy that said he— uh, you know, he was—he had um, uranium or something that he was hiding. Uh, whatever Phil knew, he knew something that they didn't want uh, exposed, and they murdered him. That's simple. His wife believes it. Uh, she was the first one on the scene, and she's saying it's murder, so there you go.
1: James Redder asked about the Book of Enoch and the global satanic agenda. I wouldn't even really know where to start there for time's sake, but James Redder. We'll we'll, we'll talk about these on another listener request show. Sean Booth tracing armies. Heather Bodman asked about Alan Watt. Um I'm guessing that is not Alan Watts. I'm guessing Alan Watt is the uh actor and the comedian. I guess they wanted me to do an interview. If Heather mm-hmm. Bodeman, if you can get in touch with the guy and you can explain a little bit of what he does, I I can do an interview. Um Christoph McGee actually just uh earlier this evening said you ever look into Preston Nichols and the Montauk project and and we obviously yeah. have but I don't know you have a thought on that Mike
3: Yes I think it's very interesting um and that whole Montauk area uh and underground and experiments with the yeah. time travel uh yes I think that's a a very, I think the question mark on that one is bold, bolded question mark. Uh, (laughs) It's been a long time since uh, I've got a couple books, but it's been a long time since I've I've delved into that. Well, that's, that was. Yes, I do think, I think, I do think something uh, happened there and they were doing, they were testing something there for sure.
1: Alistair Crowley went there in the early 20th century and did a number of rituals, by the way. that's was an interesting thing I read in the Crowley book by, uh, um, a professor from Idaho State University, I've actually had him on the show before, he wrote a whole book about, I think it's called Secret Agent 666, it's a really good book. Uh, Dan Dan Savrensky, uh, said, I, I, Dan S., uh, I cannot pronounce people's names, uh, asked about NDEs, near-death experiences. That's a topic we've actually never done a show, like a full show on. I think it's a little bit bland for a whole show, but something we could talk about sometime. Iva Adamson, who's been a listener of the show for a really long time, asked about Jordan Maxwell and AI, but we just had Jordan on a couple of uh, couple of shows ago. Uh, Teresa Skipper, Jordan, another huge fan of the show, was asking about David Oates and Reverse Speech. That, I love David that's Oates. That's great stuff, yeah.
3: Um, I actually downloaded his app from the App Store and used it on... Um, when Chris Cornell was murdered, I his bandmate, which was the drummer, did a short video where... The drummer said that he would continue to fight for the children, and I reverse-speeched him with the David Oates app, and I got, um, I fear on this. I fear on this. So um, to me, at least, that means that he knows if he does that, he's got got fear of actually taking the mantle uh, to uh, help kids, because he knows what happened to
1: Chris. Yeah, what happened.
3: so that's yeah. just uh, it was bizarre when I when I was going through it I was like oh let me check let me test this out here, and I got that clear as day and I was and I, it was just amazing so yeah reverse speech even with um, some of the reverse music of like Katy Perry uh, albums uh, where you get the word Satan Satan over and over again and uh, uh, some other stuff too I think is very interesting there's it's more than coincidence again another another nice nice big. Bold question mark for people to go go out and research.
1: All right, we're we're just about at a time. Mike uh, Larkin Walken asked about the deep state and Trump and a second term. Uh, Nikki Reinhart asked about a reverse speech, two reverse speeches, and uh, on Phil Schneider. So there's like a double question.
3: Re- reverse reverse speech is that the, you're actually uh, subconscious speaking through your conscious. So David Oates has done um, Hillary. He's done Trump. If you look him up online, he's got uh, he's got this video. He's got videos on his website of reverse C-
2: speeches on C- kind guy. of like this, and, and
1: gross. kind of like this.
2: Yes, we can. Thank you, Satan.
1: Thank you, Satan. Remember that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a classic. That was I just pulled that from our old oh, I got a good one for the, people
3: for the reverse speech out there. Do the Pope. Do the Pope David yeah. Oates reverse speech? Just type in YouTube. Uh, you don't don't please don't play it now because it, it's disgusting. But for is that the holy there, the
1: holy stuff? The holy yeah 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 disgusting. Is,
3: a lot of sexual, a lot of deviant sexual reversals in his speech is just ah so it's, gross.
1: It's holy. It's holy, Mike. Uh, der- yeah. So der- people der-
3: check that out on YouTube.
1: Derek Murphy was asking about a Drake. And uh, Lil Wayne, uh, and uh, he's a huge yeah, supporter a lot, of the a, show. Lot of, that's a good. That's a good. Uh, a good we'll, topic. we'll do a show. A lot of
3: these rappers, a lot of these rappers have been used by agencies uh, for agendas, um, even mind controlled. Some of them. Uh, so yeah, that is a that is a very very good. He's been good asking question.
1: me. He's been asking me to do that for months. I just haven't. I to be honest with you, I've I've tried listening to Drake. I just can't do it. It's like, it's like the worst possible thing that you don't want to do. You don't want to get your blood drawn. You don't want to get a needle. You know, you don't want to go to work. Like all the horrible things. Like when I watch those videos, I just feel all that at once. It's like I don't want to watch this. I don't like this guy. There's something weird about him. But Derek, Derek sent a lot well, of stuff think, to me.
3: I think, a, yeah, I think a good one for the hip hop would be probably Tupac and Tupac's relationship, his mom's relationship with government agencies. Yeah. Um. And Tup. And Tupac's how that fits into Tupac's death, and then also Tupac's girlfriend, who was um. God, what's up? Uh, the famous black, uh, mom, uh, um producer. Uh, I forgot his name, but uh, Tupac's uh, girlfriend at the time, uh, her father. Look into that connection too. A lot of strange stuff. So yeah, he's on point there.
1: Yeah, we should, uh, we should do a show, another one of these listener request shows. There's a lot of other people who have asked questions. Sherry, Salia, about um, the crash in Brazil. I'm not sure what that's referring to, but we're out of time. I'm going to play this. I like this Wild West theme, so we're going to play this to go out tonight. Uh, Mike, thank you for joining us. We'll have to do another listener request show. We, we I know our breaks were pretty short tonight, but I appreciate the time that you take to join us, Mike, and uh, all the years that you've been with the show.
3: Oh, thank you. Hopefully, people uh, liked uh, this segment, and um, keep sending in your questions, and and uh, we'll keep trying to answer the answer them. And a couple of do some more shows like this. It's pretty good because, you know, uh, you know, we were actually supposed to get into headlines, but we ran out of time. Current events, but uh, if people are interested, uh, please support the channel. uh, Help us out here. Uh, This is Ryan's living. Um, Any type of uh, subscription base you can do T-shirt buy. Uh, just please uh, try to support it. doesn't matter if it's a dollar uh, or whatever you can give. Uh, it's well appreciated. So thanks for listening.
1: Thank you, Mike. And the last thing as we go out here, just a few seconds, Bradley Roberts, another huge fan of the show, sent me an article on the 10 gross ingredients you didn't know was in your food. Arsenic, human hair, beaver anal glands. Maybe we can talk about that <laughs> on another show, Mike. For sure. All right. You, sure. you have a good Don't night. eat
3: those Popeye sandwiches, damn it. Okay. Yep.
1: Don't eat anything from a fake food fast restaurant. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Stay safe, stay informed. We'll talk to you on the next broadcast. TheSecretTeachings.info, rdgable at yahoo.com, facebook.com forward slash TheSecretTeachings.